we are going to talk to you about our experience of first year and just have some crack. We might play some music halfway through. Um, yeah. Yeah. So a little bit about ourselves. We're first year art students. Um, yes, arts matters. I am all for that movement. Arts is a real course. Arts, <laughs> you have to do work in arts. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, James Carroll, shout out. Absolute <laughs> legend of a lecture. But anyway, so we're going to talk to you today about our experience of first year. Um, the first thing is, what do you, Becca, what do you think of the campus itself? like? The campus, like UL, is fab. It's all like together in the one place. So it's like really good. It's not going to take you an hour to walk from one place to the other. And like it's so modern, all the facilities and everything. So it's like a really great campus. But the main building, oh my God. Oh, it's just amazing. The <laughs> amount of times I have walked up that corridor and literally do not know where I'm going. You can't. It, there's so many rooms it and corridors. Impossible. It's just. And then eventually you might find red raisins and you might know where you're going from there. If you know what red raisins means, that's like the cafeteria area. Yeah. No, I think uh, one of, when I came to UL, I think one of the most noticeable things for me was actually the nature. Um, I live in Kilmurray, which is on campus, and beside Kilmurray there is the most beautiful forest walk, but uh, it's a little bit over-flooded anyway. At the minute, at the yeah, moment, yeah, the river is... There's fields up in Limerick flooded and everything, though. It looks I mean, like a lake. There is literally a lake everywhere, and there was like a lake going through campus as well, but it's starting to go down now as far as I know. Yeah, their weather is after pulling through now for rags, so... Yeah, but uh, hopefully now a few people at the pontoon for a few cans, but uh, hopefully that's not over-flooded as well, because I know the boathouse actually got flooded. Yeah, but, um, yeah. it's a lovely week for it anyway. And I found as well, when I came to college, the... What do you think of, like, the transport? You're from Limerick, though, so it's handy yeah, for you. Yeah, so I'm driving in and out myself, like, so it's not too bad, but the buses are gone. The 304 it takes its time, like, but... Yeah, I'm it's not a, too bad if you want to get into town. Like. I'm actually from Carlo. Um, <laughs> yup, Carlo, one of the best counties. I don't care what anyone says. And yes, Carlo is an actual county, <laughs> by the way. But uh, yeah, I'm from Carlo, so to get to Limerick, it was actually quite awkward. But you see, I wanted to go to college somewhere where, like, I could just. I don't know, somewhere different, somewhere new. I was like, do you know what? I want to uproot and move to the west of Ireland. I'm sick of the sunny southeast. The wild Atlantic way. <laughs> wild Atlantic way, anyway. So I moved up here and I remember my first day here. Basically, Mammy and my godmother, they dropped me at the door and threw me stuff out of the car and they went, right, anyway, enjoy college, see you later. <laughs> they just left you there. Yeah, they just left me there and I walked into this blank room and I was like, where the Am I like? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and I was looking around and I remember that tr- I could not figure out buses because we don't have buses in Carlo. You don't like, have buses. Well, no, we have like one <laughs> bus that might go to a city every now and again. Do you know what I mean? But we don't have buses that yeah, travel yeah. around. Like, um, But I remember seeing all the buses and I was like, what? Like, there's all these numbers. And I remember being like, right, I'm just going to hop onto a bus and I'm going to hopefully it takes me to city centre. And I remember getting on like the 308 or something. Maybe it wasn't, it was something like that or the 304 or something. And I was going through it and I started panicking because I was like, wait a minute, this doesn't look like it's going to city centre. I went up to the bus driver. I was like, I do not know where I am. Like, I need to get to city centre. And he, he, uh, he actually, I couldn't understand his accent. He had a really strong accent. And because the Limerick accent is actually really strong, depending on where people yeah. are from. 
it's I can't understand it at all. Like you probably can't understand my accent <laughs> either. But yeah, but uh, I remember he was like, "Calm down" or something. Like we'll be in the city soon. But I didn't know what he was talking about. I ended up getting off near Park. I was actually Parkway Retail Centre, which is right beside it's UL. Two it's beside away. UL. But I sure, on the bus, you wouldn't have a clue. I didn't know yeah. where I was. And I remember I was calling people. I was like, oh, "I have no idea where I'm." Ringing my housemates, like, "Lads, anyone know like oh, where bless. this place is?" Like, <laughs> But, um, Fair play to you though, I would not just hop on a bus and go where it takes me, like I would be freaking out. Yeah, speaking of uh, accents though, I remember one day I was I was doing shopping in the Crescent in Tesco and there was this guy and uh, he was sitting there anyway and sure I went up to Till, you know, yourself, buying me a few bits and he starts speaking in this strong accent. I was like, I just went to him, I was like, Jesus lad, I'm not, I'm not used to the Limerick accent, I'm not going to lie to you, it's very strong and he goes, what are you saying? I'm from Kerry. And I was like, <laughs> oh, Kerry's a whole other I was, like, I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Straight the clue, like all the West <laughs> people sound the same to me, except for Claire, because Claire has no accent at all. Yeah, you never hear a Claire accent in fairness. Like, I don't think Claire fit into that category mm. of accents. Like, but I found it really interesting because in our, um, it was sociology. I don't know. I, this was my one now I was in. I don't think you were there, but the question he asked us, he said, what is the most common and accepted form of racism in Ireland today and we're all like what is that what is that someone yeah but anyway we're so there and um he said accents we are all so racist to each other true, yeah. because of our accents and I actually and but it's accepted because people kind of make a joke about it yeah you can't really say anything back about it then though. do you know and because even yeah. when I came to college like I did not think I had an accent oh, until I came to UL <laughs> and everyone was like you have the strongest accent I have ever heard. I was like, no, I don't, lads. I just talk like, you know, because I didn't think the sunny southeast had an accent. I thought we all sounded very normal. And they were like, no, Tara, you have the biggest bogger accent going that I've heard. And I was like, oh, God. But I can hear it in myself now when I listen to my friends. The way I say A's. And we don't pronounce our T's in Carlo. Is there anything about the Limerick accent that you can kind of point out? Because I actually feel like I'm starting to get one, but I don't know. In you, I don't know, you'd be faking up a few phrases like Limerick, it's not too bad, but it's just very like high pitched sometimes. The um yeah, we had a song there from the rubber bandits. Um <laughs> yeah, that's the, fairly uh, good demonstration of the Limerick accent. So uh, obviously there's a lot going around about the coronavirus at the moment and it is actually it's quite scary topic. Yeah. Um but the thing is I was talking to actually somebody yesterday and they described it to me in a way which actually, they made it seem less scary because all you're hearing all over the media is, oh, the coronavirus is going to get us all, like it's travelling country to country. There's how many people are affected by it? Last time I heard it was 80,000, but I presume it's way more than that now. I don't know, but uh, and a couple, a lot of people have died from it as well. But yeah, there's I was, I was talking to someone, they were like, if you think about it, there was a worse, there was a worse disease that went around in two, in the 2000s. It was called SARS. No, I never heard of this disease, but it went around the 2000s anyway, and it killed way more people than the coronavirus did. But the thing about SARS was it wasn't as easy spread. But the coronavirus, it spreads easily, which is why everyone's getting so freaked out. Yeah. But apparently there's loads of cases where it's it's nearly, it's like another form of the flu. And That's a, all it is, yeah. It's and a lot of people flu, yeah. have actually been recovered from it. Like, they don't know how to how to heal it. But the reason so, like, okay, a lot of people have it and a good couple of people have died and it's really tragic and it's actually quite frightening. But a lot of people have actually been cured. But they're not cured, kind of, there's no specific drug going, right, here you go take this now and you won't have the COVID-19 anymore. But 
Um, I feel like it's it's like the flu, and a lot of people are just being asked, look, stay indoors and pl- just do not go out at all. Like that's the best thing you can do because if you go out, you're only going to be spreading it to other people. Like there's nothing anyone can do for it. Like so, yeah. if you just keep yourself to yourself and yeah. you know, wash your hands. <laughs> yeah, sorry, the rubber bandits. Um, I didn't actually know they were from Limerick before I came to Limerick, what? but yeah, then they have a Limerick accent. Oh, they do. That is the definition of a Limerick accent. But anyway, uh, they put up on their Instagram there recently. They were like, um, it was like a fish, and it's like, wash your hands, don't touch your face. Sneeze into your elbow. Wash your hands, don't touch your face. <laughs> Sneeze into your elbow. And I think it's fucking great advice. Do you know what I mean? And it's true, though. They've yeah. put, how many hand sanitizer units have they put around the campus? Oh, something like 63. You probably all got an email about it. 63 hand sanitizer units in all over campus. There's what like is, one in every building. But is coronavirus not airborne virus as well though? Like, uh, yeah. How is hand sanitizer going to help? And the country is going through an epidemic. It's after running out of hand sanitizer. You can't get it. It's this, like gold dust. You can't get hand sanitizer This anywhere. is like <laughs> stormophilia. And do you know when the country ran out of bread? Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? I remember there that. There was a whole epidemic about, all oh, the country, we have no bread anymore and all. Um, but anyway, yeah, so there's the coronavirus is actually a big thing at the moment. And something about the, our friends were saying the James Bond film has been pushed. Oh, yeah, they had to push it back to September, November. Yeah, um, they lost <laughs> like 20 million or something in a movie, but it's really serious. But I think the reason it's spreading so quickly is because, um, obviously, the... Bless you. <laughs> it spreads so quickly because people just think they have like the common flu, like Beck over here, the common cold, you know. <laughs> but uh, so people are just kind of coming home and staying in bed, but then it's spreading so quickly. Like, you doing okay? Eyes are watering. Just Eyes are over here. Arms are heavy. Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> I'm actually like. I, I actually have the rubber bandits video here, but I don't know if it'll play, but I can try. Try it. Can you hear that? No. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Where's Sam? Right, wait now. We we have a treefy year now, right? Here is some personal advice from the rubber bandits coming through. <coughs> right, so here are some here is some personal advice from the rubber bandits straight to your door. Or maybe not personal advice. <laughs> We'll try again. <laughs> it's all uh, okay. So this is actually our first time recording, and somebody showed me how to use the equipment. But I'm not going to lie to you, lads. I uh, I'm not too great at it either now. But um, yeah. Anyway, if you look up uh, the Rubber Bandits Facebook page, you'll see it. It's it's actually it's actually really funny. But um, but yeah, it's um, great advice. Just. Anyway, yeah. so we know that Rag Week is this week as well. Yeah, Rag Week has been really, really big this year. Yeah, I might actually, do you know what? I might actually play some music in the background real quietly. A bit tame and pal, like, but really quiet. Yeah. Because it's actually nice to have in the background. Mm. Sounds good. But yeah, so as you know, Rag Week is this week and everyone, the stories are true. The stories are true because last year I was underage for Rag, so I couldn't go out. Plus, I have no money, and Rag Week is so expensive. <laughs> so expensive. And no one talks about how expensive going out is in college. Oh, my like. God. And, like, I, I feel like when you go to college, nearly it's it's your job to go out. You nearly yeah. have to go out all the time. 
But um, yeah, anyway, rag. I remember I was underage and I was so buzzing to come to college because I was like, next year, rag. I am going to go out every night of the week. I'm going to go mental for rag. And lads, honestly, I went out for Bingo Loco. And other than that, I've been indoors watching Netflix and I feel like such a dry shite. I haven't gone out once. This year. We'll change that tonight anyway. She thinks she's not. <laughs> she thinks she's not going out tonight, but we'll make sure. I, mean, I wonder if if we have two friends and uh, we give them a shout out, Aaron and Kevin. <laughs> Aaron and Kevin. If you're listening to this podcast or radio broadcast, radio broadcast we keep calling show. it a podcast, but uh, it's yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I went to Bingo Loco the other night, and it was actually really good. Fuck all people actually I played think Bingo only like. Yeah, there's only like four people that actually won something in bingo, but I'd say it was good luck. But the, no, not even bingo. Like there was one person who actually got a bingo and they, they had to down a bottle of Bucks Fizz on stage. Oh my God. Which I would do, no problem. But there was also a bottle of Jaeger there. And I feel like if I had to down a bottle of Jaeger, it would not go well now, to tell the truth. I can't drink Jaeger. I can't even look at Jaeger. I just... Do you know I, when you have that one drink that you're just like that makes me just like yeah I Ill. do not like Jaeger I do not like Jaeger bombs they're so bad for your heart like they are but like full of Red Bull Kevin Casey was drinking them the other night now <laughs> fucking loads of them but anyway yeah um, but <coughs> there was like oh I I did think it was brilliant though. even though only one person got bingo there was like little spot prizes so like people would be brought up on stage to like dance with each other and. Yeah, no, I, I actually really enjoyed it. Like, there was a dildo going around. There was, like, someone won, like, an omelette maker. And everyone was fucking... An omelette maker come in really handy now. I don't like omelettes. What? Yeah, I don't, don't like, like eggs. Omelets. I do not like eggs. I, I don't think, like eggs either, but I omelettes are, like, eggs, the only good, like... I think eggs are the most disgusting thing. Who who actually looked at the chicken back in the day and went, you know what, that looks fairly edible, all right? The chicken or the egg? No, well, both. Well, it, like... Yeah, I suppose. But like, I no, not for me now. Yeah. Uh, but I like. You no know mayonnaise is made from eggs. Yeah, but mayonnaise is nice though. But it's made from eggs. Yeah, but what else is in mayonnaise? Eggs. Only eggs. Yeah. Nah, surely there's more stuff in it. I don't know. I know something makes it not taste like eggs anyway. Vinegar, isn't it? There's oh, vinegar, vinegar or something, or something in it. Yeah. 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 But um. Yeah, they want an omelette maker, not for me now. I thought it was a pancake maker or a crepe maker. That would have been ideal now. But uh, Pancake Tuesday, I think I got one pancake and it was the worst pancake I've ever had in my life because I made it myself. That's because I wasn't there to make them for you, like. You are unreal. You are unreal at making pancakes. I cannot for the life of me, right? I can cook lasagnas. I can cook five-star meals. Okay, maybe (laughs) four-star. You want to be a bit modest, but (laughs) I... I love cooking, right? And the one thing that I can never make is pancakes or crepes I can never make them they always turn out like really runny and doughy and just not good at all like but um but anyway yeah so anyway talking about rag week yeah so um what you call it yeah but uh it was brilliant but there was I actually I've never been to a bingo local before though like before I haven't that. either I heard so much like good stuff about it like I didn't go to Tuesdays but like I hear it's meant to be really good like. it's actually it is it's fairly good like because even though okay look 
we're going to be real here, it's not focused on the bingo whatsoever, but it's unreal. Like the music and everything is great crack. And they really, they don't just play the same type of music as well. They have music for everyone. Like I was hearing ACDC, I was hearing songs from like back in the 80s. I was hearing everything. Like I, I'd really recommend going to it. And the prices were funny as well, do you know? But uh, mm. I heard off somebody you can win holidays and stuff at that, but... You can at like... The proper bingo loco, like yeah. you can win holidays, you can win vouchers, like loads of stuff like that. Yeah, there was a DJ playing afterwards as well, mm. but like Joe Curry, Joel Curry, isn't Curry yeah. yeah. I only stayed for a bit of that though because I went into the city. Um, but yeah, and then I feel like the after effects of rag are crazy. Like I used to do an article on rag basically about staying safe on rag and stuff. Um, but the most important thing to get out was like to have fun, but just to fucking stay safe, yeah, obviously. Like, I mean, safety now, I have not seen much of. <laughs> I, A girl in one of the houses fell down the stairs and got a concussion and her head split open or something as well and there was blood everywhere. A guy split his knee open. Um, yeah. My friend, my housemate, actually knocked out her tooth. Uh, like it's crazy the stuff that's going on and then there's like there's bottles everywhere yeah it's walk- so dangerous like the glass is just everywhere yeah I walked through campus yesterday and there's just it's like it's like the after effects of Project X on campus there's like oh there's fucking bottles bags everything everywhere like mm. you know but um, the one thing I found the most disgusting at Bingo Loco was do you know those portable toilets yeah they were sick. Oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> they were, I was literally there and I walked into one and I don't really use them because I'm like, I'm not a germaphobe, but I'm a little bit like weird about mm. that kind of stuff. And I went in and there was piss all over the ground, all over the toilet seat, all over everywhere. And the hand sanitizing unit they had in it wasn't even working. And luckily, I carried some around with me, but I was, oh, I was getting sick. It was rotten. But Just um, everything going on at the minute, like... No, yeah. <laughs> you just couldn't. Like. I say like, I say you queer wanted to go out for rag this week though because it was actually it looked fairly good. Like, yeah, um, I didn't go out Monday night. No, Monday night there was um, what was Cabal. it Monday? Cabal, yeah, yeah. And yesterday it was tot open air. That was I didn't go out for the both of them now, but Bingo Loco was definitely brilliant. Like the campus, fair play to them. They did organise yeah, it really well. They've done a good job near the um, A fair play to student life as well. They they really did a great job at organising the whole thing, but. Um, yeah, no, I... Rag, honestly, has been an experience. Like, I expected everyone the night after Rag to be hung over and no one to get up until, like, I don't know, three o'clock in the day. Half eight in the morning, there are people out on deck chairs drinking cans. Half it's just eight. like the whole week is like a drinking session. Like, there's no rest from it. I know, and I don't think anyone has gone to class... Yeah. I honestly don't think like I personally now like we have okay a couple of people now we're given essays to do on rag week and June mm. and assignments and not too happy about anyone that. who gives an assignment during rag week is just not in our good books just, I feel we'll just say that the lecturers are out to get you <laughs> some of them are good some of them like uh, James Kerr uh, put all the lectures online this week yeah and that was a sound move that was a really good move yeah, um, but yeah, some of them you'd be stuck in the library doing assignments. Yeah, that's what we were doing. Now, in fairness, like, because we mm. really wanted to get involved with all the stuff. But see, these assignments are really important because we're both keeping on this subject next year. Like, mm. 
Um, but, oh, we've been working on it all week, like, you know, but I just think it's kind of unfair. Like, well, obviously now you're in college for, like, you're in college yeah, still. Yeah, you're not like, in no, college wife, but, like, But still, at the like, same time, like, I have a friend and or he went to, like, all his tutorials and two people turned up, like, so. They I all just, just got called off. Yeah, I just haven't went this week because, honestly, it just sounds like a break week. Mm. But um, there's been a couple of stuff going on in the courtyard as well. And make sure you donate. I know today's the last day, but if you see anybody with a bucket going around, throwing, like, two quid or something, because yeah, last the year. Yeah, of it is, like, to raise and give, yeah. if anyone didn't know that. But, last yeah. year, they actually raised 16,000. What? 16,000 euro. Um, and this year when I was speaking to Jack Scanlon, he said he was hoping to raise 10,000. Like, I know the charities, it's Limerick Marine Search and Rescue and Pieta yeah, House, Preventing yeah. Self-Harm and Suicide. Brilliant charities, absolutely brilliant. And I know the student life and the college itself are hoping to give 10,000 to each. Mm, to that each would be child. an amazing thing now if they could get that. But yeah, um, no, it would, honestly. And... I think just like this week is all about fun and crack but again like I think safety was a little bit of an issue mm. they try like it's so funny in in on campus accommodation what they do is they block off they block off the estates like they have so at the start of the year for freshers week if you remember they would barricade the front of the estate and the only way you can get into the estate is if you have a key fob which is all the residents have it's a blue key fob right and um, that was kind of, but sh- do you know yourself, like, there was other ways of getting in, like, you know, sneaking in. But uh, they're not taking the piss with Rag Week. They have the forest walk into our estate blocked off with fucking wire fences. They have all the alleyways wire fenced. They have, like, ten security guards walking around the estate and everything. It's crazy. Yeah. I actually know someone who lost a toenail as well. A toenail? Yeah, they were in heels. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're not allowed to wear, like, open-toe shoes or heels or anything like that to any events, just, like, On student life, yeah, but I feel like they probably did it in the city. Yeah. Uh, Do you know what I... That's dangerous, though. Do you know what I waste so much money on? What? Take away after a night out. Yeah. You don't even think about it, like... Can we just promote... Costlows <coughs> and Chicken Hut. Yes. Chicken Hut, right? Our our friends are obsessed with this fucking place called Chicken Hut. And we were like, what is so great about this place? And we went and, oh my God, the gravy. On a night out now, I have to get the gravy from Chicken Hut. It is so She's good. She's convert, like. <laughs> I'm a convert. It's so good. And thank you to Ger Morgan for introducing us to Chicken Hut as well. But uh, no, it's brilliant. And then, can I just promote Costello's as well? Costello's, great spot. Can we just, right, okay, Costello's. Don't be scared of it just because it's like really dark and... And gloomy yeah, and grimy. Yeah, it's, it's great. They have beer pong. It's really fun. Okay, but our experience... Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> beer pong the last time. Um, it's really good crack beer pong is, mm. right? Becca Corker had a few guys eyeing her up at beer pong, you know what I mean? But, uh, so I got to play loads of times. So she, got to, <laughs> she got to play loads of times. But uh, yeah, we uh, it's usually a point of fo- or a thing of fosters. Now, I'm not a big fan of po- fosters. Like, but you but know, like you take what you can get. Yeah, you take you what you can get. You can know, as well, but it's we're cheap, too It's cheap enough. How much is it for the beer pong there? I don't know. It's like... It's no more than a tenner anyway. Yeah, I think I it's a fiver that. actually to do it. Or no, it wouldn't be for a tenner. Yeah, it's a tenner. But in fairness, you get a jug of fasters like and you yeah. can play. Um, but it's really good fun. And but we got it last night, and the cups mm. smelt 
rank. They were really like stuck together. And do you think like, they reused the cups there? Oh, they definitely do, but they like look like they didn't even wash them the last time. Oh, they were mouldy yeah. lads, and the smell. I think no, the Foster's was actually grand, but I was nearly getting sick at the smell of the cups. Yeah, when I was that was one bad time, but at the same time, like usually is it grand? Usually, I don't yeah, know. usually it's fine. Usually they wash them. Do you know what I'd be disgusting? Imagine if like they ran out of cups and they were like, right lads, what we do? Before the nightclub opened, they went, hey, there's a couple of cups in the bin there. No. No, I know, they wouldn't do that. They couldn't do that. <laughs> oh but like, God. just imagine that. Yeah. Oh, that'd be sick. There's some places that would like. But anyway, beer pong, other than that, other than the cup epidemic is unreal crap. But yeah. you have to get in early for it. Because oh, you do. They open at 10 and like, there's three, maybe there's four, four tables. There's three, I think. Oh, three tables. Yeah. And like, if you don't get in early enough, you're going to be waiting ages and yeah. ages for people to finish because uh, as we know sometimes it takes a long time to finish the game oh my god you see usually like when we played we're absolute shite we yeah. can't get it in but the last lot I was we swerving were, yeah. you were as well like, we were, and we were getting them in and it was the first time we won against Kevin Casey yeah Kevin Casey thinks he's class but Kevin he's, Casey's uh, our friend um, and yeah. just for people who don't know who we're talking <laughs> about but uh Class man at the old beer pong, you know what yeah. I mean. Um, but anyway, we uh, but yeah, we the last time we went in, we were fire at like you know. Yeah. But not only like Costos is beer pong, yeah, and then upstairs they have a dance floor. And okay, earlier on in the night, I wouldn't recommend going because it's empty. But when it gets late. Um, the dance floor just be brilliant and the music they play is brilliant as well mm. like it's kind of it's a mix it's, it's a bit a of a change if you're sick of like techno all the time like, yeah like I find the music in Angel Lane like they it depends what DJ's playing obviously but the last time I was there it was like they they got a Queen song like, you can't remix a Queen song or, or if you're going to remix a song by Queen it would want to be a really really decent remix do you know what I mean mm. um it's a difficult thing to do. Love the song. But anyway, sorry. Shout out to Iron Foley. Shout out to Iron Foley. Uh, what you call it? Yeah, but um, you cannot remix a Queen song. It's just, uh, I remember looking at the lads, I was like, no. Because you see, I, like, Angeline's grand, I suppose, but I feel like if you're in a relationship <coughs> and you go to Angeline, it's kind of, it's not as fun. I, you know, I have a boyfriend, like, you know, half a year, but... Um, I just find whenever I go to Angel Lane now, it's it's no crap because everyone's kind of there pulling each other or whatever, like, you know. And um, usually when I went out, the nights they pack everyone in. Mm. Now, obviously, I'm comparing Angel Lane to one of the best nightclubs in Ireland. In Carlo, we have the Foundry. Now, Carlo's not known for much, but if it's known for anything, it's definitely known for the Foundry. And um, it's also a savage nightclub. I'd really recommend going if you're ever looking to go to something new. Carlo doesn't really have anything else, but it does have, it has really, yeah, a lot of feels, but it has really good nightlife, believe it or not, because we're actually, I think we're being classed nearly as a student town because uh, we have Carlo, but it's turning into a university because, yeah, the standards there are so high. But um, yeah, no, it's not too bad. Like I remember when I was leaving home, I was like, right, I'm going to, I'm going to get out of Carlo. Do you know? Because when you're living somewhere 18 years, you're kind of like, yeah, you get sick of it. Like, do you know, and you know everyone, and it just gets tiring. Do you know? And I remember being like, right, that was actually one of the main reasons I picked you out. I was like, right, I really want to go there because I just want, I want, I want something brand new. Glad it is because I met you, and oh. I met some amazing <laughs> people here. Too. Like even people from ULFM, shout out to you as well if you're listening. You're, you're actually just bunch, really, great really great bunch to talk to. That's another thing about Costello's people there uh, are actually really. Good to have conversations mm. with you always find an interesting character but anyway so I um, 
I got out of Carlo and I came here and it was only when I was here you kind of realise how much you actually miss your hometown. Now I wouldn't, I wouldn't go back. As in like I love going back um, on the weekends or every weekend or so, do you know. But um, I love living here as well. I just, I love Do you love think you're going to like stay here now when you graduate and stuff? I don't know, I feel, I actually don't know. You see with me it's kind of like, I just let life take me wherever life wants to take me and I make this this is so like <laughs> <You're> so <laughs> I just like, let life yeah. take me wherever yeah but um I yeah I just kind of make decisions when I have to which is, can also some people would disagree that that's a really bad way to live because you're not working towards stuff then do you know what I mean you're just kind of letting things fall into place but I've just found throughout my life by letting things like that happen I've had a pretty <laughs> good experience like do you know and I'm really happy with my life at the moment like and the way things are going but I don't, I don't have my future plan but wherever I end up anyway as long as I'm happy that's all that matters yeah that's all you need sure. do you have a plan for the future like were you planning on moving abroad or staying in Ireland or I don't know really I'm kind of the same but not as like not bothered <laughs> I don't know I'll have to see get through these four first four years anyway yeah we'll see how we go then I can't wait for Erasmus. That's the one thing. The only yeah. thing about Erasmus is I'll definitely miss my boyfriend. Like, that's four months. Aww. And everyone's like, oh, can you not go for four months? But you see, like, I am, like, the most non... Like, with, with friends, like, I'm not affectionate. I'm not clingy. Like, I mightn't see you for months and you'd still be my best friend at the end of the day. Do you know what I mean? But um, with relationships, like, I have to see you. I have to see you. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I, like, I, I remember my ex, he said to me, I've actually broken up with a lot of people because they couldn't see me enough. And okay, I know that sounds crazy, but genuinely, when your ex tells you, when your ex goes to you, my mother wants me to study for the leaving cert so I can only see you for one hour a week. One hour a week. <laughs> one hour a week. I was That's like, I was like, sorry, I'm not a hobby that you do for an hour <laughs> a week. I'm your girlfriend. But anyway, I, I don't know. I just, I was like, no, fuck that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and then yeah. another, I found before as well, like uh, when people lived far away, I couldn't really do that either. Mm. But in fairness to my boyfriend now, he's amazing. I love him, and he, he always makes the effort to see me every weekend. Do you know what I mean? Aww. But um. The only downside is on a night out. I just find since I got in a relationship, nights out aren't the same. And I'd say it'd be better if you was here though, would it? Not even. You know what I need? I just need the girls. Yeah. The gals. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was always kind of like, I just love partying. I used to be mad into partying. Since I came to college, I actually found that I go out way less than I did in sixth year. Mm. I don't know, I found like I went out the whole time in sixth year and since I came to college I just couldn't be arsed. I don't know, and then plus, when I'm constantly comparing nightlife here to Carlo and I love Carlo's nightlife but it's because everything's beside each other. You get sick of one place, you don't have to get a taxi to another, you don't have to walk ten minutes to the other, you know? Yeah. Everything is on the same road and the pubs in Carlo are brilliant and I'm used to them. But maybe I suppose when I try a few more in Limerick, it'd yeah. be a crack. But um, anyway, yeah, I don't know. It's not, I don't know, nightlife here isn't really for me now, but hopefully, hopefully I'll get back into it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think money's such a big thing as well, though, like in college, you're just like, yeah, it's no, like, you just don't have, if you're working, like you haven't time to go out. And then if you're going out, you haven't time to be working, so, you yeah. know. Especially when you're on like a grant, <coughs> I, I just find you're very tight for money all the time. Yeah. 
um, because obviously, like, it's I find w- when it comes to jobs in college, you, like, you have a job and you already like. The, I'm sure it's really stressful. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's well, grand. It just takes up so much time. Like, do you know, I'm never here Mondays, Tuesdays, like mm-hmm. Wednesdays. Do you know, because you'd be working. So yeah, I I don't know. I just there was one point where I tried to get a job in college, which it went kind of tits up, but. Uh, Fucking anyway, fuck, um, I, yeah, I just find, like, because I'm constantly at college throughout the week and then I go home Friday to Sunday and the thing is, in Carlo, they're not going to take you for only a Saturday and a Sunday because there's not a lot of jobs in Carlo because it's a small enough town and then in Limerick, they're not going to take you for only a few evenings a week and then plus, if you get a job for evenings during the week, you're missing out on, on stuff, out, you're like, missing yeah. out on clubs and stuff but um, I'd say to, I'd say to kind of, like, new people, um, Coming into like freshers and all. Ooh, sorry, this is my uh, old playlist there. Uh, what's called? I say for freshers coming in. Um, my biggest advice to you and stuff would be like, or even even in first years that are here now, or second years, or third years, or anyone. Like I feel like there's so much pressure put on you that you have to go out all the time. Yeah, you actually don't have to go out like every night. Like, definitely go out if you feel like it. Like don't be. And I'm not like trying to be saying, a dry shite or anything yeah. say that, but I'm just being real because I there's remember... There's so much other stuff to do in college as well, though. Like, there's yeah. loads of clubs, loads of societies, like, if you want to break from going out. Like. like, I remember in semester one, I wasn't in any clubs or societies. Like, I joined 14, and somehow I wasn't in any, right? I joined 14, I just didn't go. I think I went to, like, two for a little while, but I quit, and... I kind of found like I was always sitting inside then. I was looking at everyone going out, and obviously like people would be like, "Sorry, coming out." Like, but I just genuinely didn't feel like it because the money and then the effort and stuff as well. And I remember thinking like, "Is there something wrong with me?" Like everyone's always going out. Like I just feel like such a dry shut doors all the time. I remember someone said to me, "Tara, you may go out. That's the only way you'll make friends." And you know what? That person was completely lying to me because it's not the way you'll make friends. Mm. You go out and you forget who you're meeting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's all a blur. You could go out and be best friends with some random girl one night and you won't even know who she is the next day. Even you could walk by her in college, do you know? Yeah. But uh, no, I found definitely in second semester I joined a few clubs and it's made such <coughs> a difference because now I have a good balance between doing actual productive stuff and then I go out probably every Thursday nearly. Like I find there's a good balance between it like. Yeah. But um, yeah, we have a ball coming up next week. I can't wait for that. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, the la- the only time I've been at something that was like a ball was the Debs. And the Debs was a bit of a fuck up. I don't know, really? what was your Debs like? Our Debs is grand. I don't remember much of it. Like, it was grand. Yeah. I uh, wasn't that bothered though. Like, I feel like everyone made such a big deal out of it. And I was like, kind of forgot it was. Armed, yeah, Becca's be the type of person to arrange everything the week before. Like, even your dress for the ball next week. You know, do you have that? Like, no. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> anyway, I'm like, oh, I don't know. But uh, for my Debs, it was kind of like. So I feel like there's so much pressure on someone to bring a date. Um, my friend was the only... See, I went to an all-girls school. My friend was the only girl to bring another girl. The only girl to do that. Really? And, uh, How the, many was in your year? 150, 160. Jesus, that's yeah, we had a big school. There was 1,000 yeah. people in our school. Like, But I remember all the lads used to have to stand at one side of the hall and the girls would stand the other. And our friend, it was actually, she brought my friend as well. But we looked over and she was the only girl standing with all the lads. Oh and it was God. so funny. Like, it was so noticeable. But anyway, yeah, I found it was so much pressure. And I was, like, stressed now trying to find a date because, like, I didn't want to ask someone I was going to have, like, a shit time with. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But then I didn't really want to bring, like... I don't know, I didn't really want to bring a friend either because I was kind of like, 
I just wanted, I don't know, I wanted the whole experience. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Of bringing a lad, the whole, like, core, what's it called? Core, what's the thing that goes on your wrist? Mm. The core, corsage? Oh, corsage, yeah. Corsage, yeah. I just wanted the whole, like, cuteness of that. Like, and I remember Mammy being like to me, if you don't, like, Mammy's like, you're going to bring a girl to your depths. And I was like, yeah, she goes, you bought two tickets to bring a girl. And I was like, yeah, what's wrong with that? Like, do you know, mm. I think Mammy just, I think she really wanted me to have the full experience of bringing a lad and yeah. the whole romance of it. Because I think romance, it's dead nowadays. I think so as well. No, I think like, now straight up, I'm not trying to be pessimistic. I'm not trying to be like, oh, do you know, romance is, it's dead. There's no romance People anymore. People are so self-conscious though. They're mm. like, they won't do anything that they think is going to make them look like stupid or something. Exactly. I just feel like, I don't know, like, they're obviously just still romance. I mean... But it's just kind of when you look at like, okay, I know you shouldn't compare things to movies, but movies get their ideas from somewhere. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I just found there was more romance years ago than there would be now. Oh, definitely. I feel like, sure, like, even I remember watching a thing by Russell Howard and I love Russell Howard, my favourite comedian, but he was saying like, Back in his day, like, I remember, the, he, like, back in the 80s, whatever, the lad would go to the girl and be like, oh, I made you a mixtape, do you know? I put yeah. all your favourite songs <laughs> on so this cute. on this little mixtape and I want to give it to you, what do you think? And he said, nowadays, it's like you get a random dick pic and you're on your Snapchat yeah. and that's, that's supposed to be romantic, like, it's like, no, do you know? But I know, I just, I wanted the romantic experience of the Debs as well and I ended up, I was kind of, like, we went to a party in Dublin and, um... The girls I knew, they all had these dates from Dublin that they were bringing in with their friend group. And there was this one lad there at the party and he was like, geez, I wish I'd go with you. And I was like, sure, come with me, like, you know. Yeah. And um, sure, he ended up going to the Debs anyway and he just fucked off the night. Like, But oh, I feel like yeah. that happens to so many people. Yeah. But uh, like at the same time, like, look, at least someone was there for photos. And I had a great night after, do you of know. Course. I, like, I danced, I went mad, food, oh my God. Like, I, the only reason I go to these events is definitely for the food. <laughs> I'm a big food. I don't care about the whole glamour and glitz of it. I just want a bit of food, like, do you know. You're so good at cooking as well, though, like, you're crappy, like. I, I We see went it. over to yours one time, we were going out. And you come in with, like... Well, like dinner, we were like, "Oh my god, Tara! Like, where did you get the time to make this?" <laughs> oh no, I do love cooking. You so see, I never cooked beforehand at home. Mm. Um, the only time I really cooked was at my godmother's house, and it used to be like growing up, it was like such a good memory for me to just go to my godmother's house and make I don't know bake stuff and cook stuff, and yeah. she'd always show me little t- little kind of tidbits of how to do stuff. And I remember like we didn't really cook much in my house. Do you know what I mean? And I was like. Do you know what? The minute I get to college, I'm in control of my diet. I'm in control of what I put into my body. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, if you're buying all your own food, like you might uh, as well do something. I remember like me and my friend in sixth year, we were like, oh, we should go vegan. Because I actually, I think, right, I watched a documentary, a few of them, and it's actually, we're not supposed to eat meat. This is what the documentary's saying. Mm. Like, our teeth are shaped for, we're, we're supposed to be herbivores. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I know we have canines, but that that doesn't necessarily mean that we eat meat. Do you mm. know what I mean? And but like the only reason why I do it is like it's so bad for the environment. Like the whole like meat production industry. Oh, it's is crazy! Killing the it's environment. Absolutely crazy. And did you see that video? Do you know like with the whole coronavirus going around about like the 
antibiotic resistance or something like that. Oh my god, I talked about that in French actually yeah. for my leaving through oral. It's insane. It's so bad. Um, and then plus, I don't think the fact that they've put 16 hand sanitizing units, 60 or 16? 63. Like 63 six hand sanitizing units, because what you're doing then is you're killing the bacteria in your hand, yeah, but for those, sometimes there's bacteria left, and what they do is they actually evolve really super quickly, bacteria yeah. do, and they, um, that's, that's how they made all of us, mm. or whatever, evolution, but uh, uh, they actually learn how to resist that yeah, hand sanitizer and stuff, yeah. and then they don't know what to do with this new fucking... That's why there's no cure for it, like, because there's no, there's thing, no yeah. vaccine. But, but they're uh, proper, like, pumping all the animals, like, full of antibiotics. And then, like, if we're eating that, that's all going into our systems. So. Yeah. What, um, what do you think of... What was I going to say? <laughs> I just... I lost the dream a No, I was literally... I was going to say, what do you think? I, can't, I actually can't remember now. Um, but anyway... I actually had an interesting conversation yesterday with somebody and I was like, um, I said, I was like, do you know what? I hate people. I just, no, I don't hate people. I you just like, hate people. Like, no. There's no, <laughs> no, I was just like, do you know what I hate? When people go hunting because uh, the whole reason, okay, right, I know it's a sport for some people, but I just personally don't agree with it. I know people who hunt and do you know what? That's how they live their life. But personally, I just don't agree with it. I seen a picture there on Snapchat and I unfriended this person because they got a deer and they sliced it from the, the neck to the down the belly and left it there, took a photo of it and then fucked off. That's so hard. And I'm just thinking like, what gives you the right to take away the life yeah. of that animal? Do you know what I mean? And to just leave, like fair enough if you're killing for food. Yeah. Right, that's natural, whatever. But I just think no, if you're like, just, There's absolutely no point in it. Like if it's just for the sport of it like fair I enough know. if you need it like if you're actually doing it like because you're in the wilderness but yeah. like like we're not fucking I know we're, we're mammals but we're not like we're not animals we have a consciousness yeah. do you know and exactly. I just I just really don't agree with it but then I, I was saying this to somebody and they were like but do you eat pepperoni on your pizza and I said what and if I had to eat pepperoni I was like well I'm, I'm already chicken but yeah fair enough like do you know mm. and he said that animal had to die for you to, to eat that stuff like and I was kind of like but that's not the same point these people are killing for sport yeah like okay finally fine you can get around like if you're killing like t- that you have to eat it but like there's no point in just killing something like just for the crack like, yeah you know? I don't know I just I don't agree with it but anyway this person was like yeah but if you think about it, right you had your dinner you, sustain, you sustained yourself food wise mm. but then you're on a night out and you're like oh do you know I'd queer love a kebab or something do you know and when you eat that kebab and he goes you're eating that for pleasure not because you're hungry and he's like an animal had to die for that and he goes is that not the same concept are you not killing animals just so you can eat away at them do you know what I mean he was like there's mass production or there's mass like, do you know those factories where they slaughter loads of animals yeah. do you know what I mean and half of that won't even get eaten Half of that's thrown yeah. in bin. Like, one of our friends is working in McDonald's and he was telling us that, like, they put the food up there and if it's not gone in 40 minutes, like, it's just thrown away. Yeah. Like, do you know, they such don't even waste, give it like to, like, the homeless or they don't do anything with it. Like, it's just thrown away. It's just such a waste. Yeah, no, it is. It's such a waste. But, like, I, I just personally don't see how that's the same concept as well, though. Well, mm. I can see where he's coming from and I agree completely. We, we, over, we overeat and we over, like... We ki- we mass kill is that what it's called like we kill mass culling I think yeah, yeah but um I agree with that but I just think like 
I don't know. I just don't agree with people like going hunting and just killing animals for Definitely the crack. No. Like, I don't know. That's just personally how I feel. Like, I won't even let my boyfriend kill a spider. Like, my boyfriend is petrified of spiders. He will leave the room. He will freak out. Like, he has a pelican and he pointed it at a spider on the wall one day. And I said, I'm like, Ships, what are you doing? Like, I was like, you're not going to hit that. And he goes, watch me. I was like, I, no, don't. I was like, what? I just think, what gives you the right to take away something's life? Do you mm. know what I mean? And what gives, like, you are not God. Do you know what? gives you the right to decide, okay, you can live, you can die. And I feel like humans are really like that nowadays, especially when it comes to animals and stuff. It's kind of like, right, I'm going to let this this animal live, but I'm going to kill this animal. I'm going to let this animal live because it's my pet, but I'm going to kill this animal for food, you know? Yeah. But um, but then I'm kind of contradicting myself there because I, I think, like, you should, like, okay, you can kill for food. It's natural, do you know what I mean? Mm. Unless you're vegan and you believe, like, you're only plant-based is the way to go. Um, I personally am not vegan or vegetarian, but I know I'm gonna try it at some stage because I know I did try before. But I found I find trying being vegetarian is so hard, even vegetarian, because there's loads of places that all they have is meat, 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 meat. Yeah. So like it's literally even even trying to be vegan is ten times more difficult. It's definitely like coming more into fashion now though. Like there's loads of places that are like yeah, but they're so expensive. Do you find that they're expensive? But I feel like it's it's now a trend. Yeah, it's more of a trend than yeah. an actual like lifestyle. Like which is good as well. Do you know it's good? But uh, no, I know my cousin actually, she went vegetarian. But um, she said she tried to be vegan, but it's so difficult. Mm. Like, even just trying to get a coffee and you can't get milk, you can't get anything. Like, you know, like, just so much animal products and everything. Like, I think if you want to be vegan, you have to really believe in it. Like, if you're doing a fair trend, I don't know if it'll last. But if you really believe in it, like, then fair play to you. And, um,. No, like, I know I do, I completely agree with the stuff they say, and I feel like I would like to try it, but it's just, I, like, my whole life I've been eating meat all day, every day, mm. like, so I just kind of, I'm hooked on it now, do you know, but I tried to go off of it a few times, and I found it so difficult, because then you have that one night out, like, yeah. I actually have a friend, right, she, she, uh, she went, you know what, for New Year's, this was last year, because for New Year's, I'm going to be vegetarian, and her family were like, there is not a hope you could be vegetarian, and she did it. She did it for the year. Didn't eat. Didn't eat meat at all. It's fully vegetarian now. But on a night out, she cracks sometimes, and she gets pepperoni on her pizza, or she'll like yeah. order like a kebab or something. And like, it's just kind of that's how addicting meat is, though. Mm. I think meat is like fags. It's like anything. Like, that's you just know. anything, though. That's like a habit. Like it's just in your mind. It mightn't even be that you really want it, but you're just like, oh, I can't have it, so I want it. Yeah. That's just the same as anything. But anyway. Getting back to the whole topic, uh, we've been talking for 45 minutes. Talking absolute shit for 45 minutes. Nothing wrong with that either, <laughs> though. Um, yeah, we... Actually, should we talk about the retirement home thing now? Yeah. Right, so basically, um, I went with my friend and we just... Um, Becca's grandmother is actually in this retirement home. Yeah. And um, I went with my friend to interview some of the people here because the owners are really 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 mistreating them this place was this place well like well like can i say the name do you think are you publishing it in the article yeah yeah you might as well. right parkview retirement home is beside ul Sorry, I just seen something <laughs> funny there. Um, Parkview, Parkview is beside you, Parkview Retirement Home, right? And it was built as a retirement home. If you look at the houses in it, they are all equipped for old people. The retirement home was actually built with the sole purpose of only being for elderly people, right? And everything was going brilliant. It was actually a lovely, lovely, mm, lovely place. They got fab facilities there. Yeah. Like, they were really enjoying their like, Until time. Until 
just it was just for Christmas wasn't it or a few months before Christmas it got new ownership and what happened was they are trying to make a residence association which somebody's grandma is going to be on Um, (laughs) and your granny was actually in a movie wasn't she as well yeah she's um, she's an actress as well she's got a new film coming up Becca's granny. I cannot is, remember the name of but Becca's granny is a legend. Yeah. She is absolutely <laughs> legend. She, what what was she in Dame Oniver? Yeah, was she it? Was in Dame she was in Dame Oniver. Like anyone's granny that was in Dame Oniver is an absolute legend. Like yeah. you know. <laughs> but um, anyway, they're trying to make a residence association there because, like, there's no one there to speak out for them. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There's no one there, and just some of the notes I took, like it's just people there are being picked off one by one, and there's fear, and there's no communication there at all. Um, people are afraid to speak up about the things that are happening because they're afraid that the owners will evict them next. Do you know what I mean? And that's wrong. Old people, old people like these. These. Yeah. I asked some of them. They said, do "You know what? I bought this, I, or I pay the rent here. I, I bought my apartment, whatever, because this is where I was planning to spend the rest of my life." And I was, and they made friends there, and they were happy there. And now, now they have these new owners coming in and trying to push them out. Do you know what I mean? They're yeah. trying to they're trying to push all the old people out. The old at people at that stage in their life, like you shouldn't have to be worrying about. Yeah, kind of thing, I know you shouldn't, yeah. and they're scared. Do you know what I mean? And you know what else? They charge them. Obviously, if you're old, you're going to get locked out of your house. Obviously, mm. that like, happens to us. That like. happens. Yeah, all you get locked out of your house. Do you know what I mean? And like, it's going to happen. But they're trying to charge them fifty quid every time someone gets locked like out of their house, mad. and then thirty euro if anyone gets locked out of um do you know the common room area that they go yeah. like they're just trying to scab money off them do you know and the apartments were bought very cheap as well like and they're basically the owners keep trying to say they're cutting activities they're cutting everything and they're mm. trying to say it's because of money issues but they're getting so much stuff and like the whole point of the home is that they were promised these facilities like they used to have um a social coordinator who would arrange a week of activities they'd have zumba art all this kind of stuff and you have to remember as well there's old people there who mightn't have any family and who mightn't be able to go out the whole time, who might actually have to stay there a lot. And, like, you want to arrange stuff for them to keep amused. Do you know what I mean? Imagine if you were just stuck in your house, like, seven days a week with nothing to do. Exactly. And no family to visit you and, like, no one to talk to you. Exactly. So there was this social coordinator, and apparently she was lovely. She used to make scones for them. She used to do loads of stuff. They'd have Zumba art, all different kinds of things, and there'd be a weekly schedule arranged every week. But obviously she had to retire eventually, do you know? She wasn't replaced, and they are left with nothing to do other than tea and coffee on a Friday morning. And so there basically no form of of replacement has been tried to be made and um, there's no communication like the they're not being warned of fees like they're all their rent actually got increased and they were basically told you have 28 days to pay this rent and um but it was actually found that the forms that were given out for the rent were actually invalid yeah like invalid forms but um you can't give someone 28 days notice like. i know so they raised they raised up the rent of it anyway and um yeah they their post boxes are gone as well, so they mm. can't send out posts. They can receive posts, but they can't send it out, which is a bit strange because post boxes don't cost money to have, don't they? I not? don't think so. No, like, do you know, and the security there used to be really good. There used to be somebody who would walk around, make sure everyone was okay, and now security, Noonan security, we actually have them on campus as well. They just drive in like a mad fucking yoke. They drive in really quickly, drive out. No one's walking around asking people who they are. No one's checking, like, do you know, and um, one, they actually, there was a fee introduced that they weren't told about, 50 euro if you want to ring security so if an old person is scared in their home um they think someone's trying to get in to ring security it's 50 quid but not only that one guy actually rang security five in the morning one day they didn't arrive till seven 
And this is on top of the increased rent and everything else. Security's like, a really, really big issue there. Like, they do not know who's walking around because the owners are pushing them out and moving students in. By the sounds of it, they're trying to make it student accommodation. Because if yeah. you think about it, one old person home, four students in a home, they're going to make a lot more money business-wise. But at the same time, it's wrong. It's I think it's morally wrong. It Do wasn't you know what I mean? built for that purpose. And they're already trying to add in double beds into all the on-campus accommodation. Like, so I don't understand. Yeah, twin rooms. I actually, I was going to get on-campus yesterday. <laughs> I was going to get um, on-campus there next year. I was gonna, yeah, sorry. I was gonna get on campus there next year, and when they said they were putting twin rooms, like I'm an only child. Not even if you weren't an only child, do you know what I mean? Like you're like not sharing a house is grand, but sharing a room is a whole different story altogether. Like yeah, I don't know about um. I feel like this is not the song to play while <laughs> <laughs> trying to talk about something serious. Um, but uh, yeah, but it's it's just ridiculous what they're doing there, and they're just trying to make money. And there's already it's all just money. There's the already the people being moved in there that aren't residents, and the counts they should be getting in trouble for that because the mm. planning permission was for a retirement home. But um, yeah, they're already trying to move people in who who aren't there, and and the old folks are scared. They're like, who are these people walking around? They haven't a clue who's coming in out mm. of their village. They're it cars. Used to be such a community, like everyone would know everyone, like a small little town. And that's what you like, want, you know, when you're yeah. just when you're living somewhere, you want peace and security, you know. Mm. But the um, cars have been getting broken into there. Yeah. Do you know? And uh, what's to stop people trying to break into the houses next? Do you know what I mean? But um, yeah, so. The they have they were basically threatened as well when the residents wanted to meet they wanted to meet up and just discuss these things like and try and get communication across to each other because some people might know about something other people don't know so they wanted to have these uh, residents meetings right and basically this this one guy um, who was coordinating them uh, he was sent letters basically threatening them being like do not have these meetings we're going to lock the room which is taking away their right to free speech as well. Yeah. They were like they were like we're going to um we're going to lock the room. They were like he was he was putting up little flyers everywhere being just kind of letting people know what's going on. He said they said if you don't if you don't stop putting up these flyer, flyers there'll be further like consequences or whatever. Threatening them, not telling them what the further consequences are. Just basically trying to scare them, yeah. you know, which is ridiculous. Like you don't do that to let alone to a, a normal landlord wouldn't even do that to a no. student or a, or an adult or let alone a, a retired person, do you know what I mean? Mm. Um but no, yeah, uh, they basically one lad said kind of the whole motto of it is out with the old, in with the youth. And I think, do you know what? He's dead right there, yeah, do you know? But it's the fact that there's so much fear there as well and they're not comfortable. Like, if you're retired, you want to be comfortable. You want to be happy where you're living, like, and you shouldn't be having to worry about moving out then either. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But um, another big issue there is they used to have a rubbish collection service because they're apartments, so they're stories. Do you know what I mean? But they used to have like a rubbish collection service and um, someone, they basically, the old people, like they'd leave their rubbish outside the door and someone would come around and bring it down to the bins. But they cancelled that. Uh, the new owners got rid of that person. They, they said, you can bring your own rubbish down to the bins. But there's people who are like handicapped. I don't know if that's the right word to use. They, they use walkers and sticks and stuff and they're living on the third, like a third floor, do you know, of a story. And yeah. they're made they with their walkers their and sticks, down? bring down bags of rubbish down to the bins. And there's, I don't think there's elevators there, is there? I'm not sure, but even at that, it'd be it'd be quite hard to like get around. But but like mo- they're heavy, like I've yeah. been like heavy, let alone bringing down. Two. I know I always get the lads in my house to bring them yeah. out because and they're, and they're rotten as well. They're disgusting. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. So I uh, one woman tried to bring it down and she couldn't like 
she was so frail she couldn't lift the bin lid and put the fucking thing in at the same time so she basically she hurt her arm mm. trying to get it in like and I don't know if she broke her arm around, but she definitely hurt it badly anyway because obviously bags are heavy and those bins are so tall as well yeah. and when you're 5 foot 3 I'm 5 foot 3 trying to get into them bins is difficult you're nearly fucking falling you're nearly into be them jumping into literally yourself, exactly <laughs> and um, but yeah I'm going to put a new song sorry um, but yeah um no, it's actually crazy. But then because a lot of the people they can't put they can't they're they're too weak to put the rubbish in the bins, yeah. they leave them on the ground. And that's causing rats to come and stuff yeah. as well. Um the when the owners were questioned, they said no one's been charged fifty quid for getting locked out or anything like that and there has been. They're lying. Yeah. And the solicitor, their solicitor literally said, This will remain our retirement village. But why is there students moving in then? Yeah. Why is there new people moving in if it's a retirement village? Do you know what I mean? Um, the 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 residents there they don't feel welcome there anymore. They feel like they're trying to be pushed out, and there used to be a waiting list to get in there—a really long waiting list because it was a beautiful village. But where's this waiting list gone now? Because it's mm. like it's been thrown out the window because they're just moving random people in now. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, they're not—they're not acting like normal landlords but there's low maintenance there as well like the maintenance there has gone to crap like they have a really good maintenance man that they really recommended they said he was savage he did a load of stuff but even he like I think he's retiring or something now yeah, as well or, I think so. but um, they're just the, the maintenance there has gone down so much um, and like the they used to have a stream at this beautiful stream that had run through the residence village and the, the, this woman described to me she said it was so peaceful the sound of the water and it used to be beautiful to be like fishing it was yeah, there yeah there was little koi fish in it and yeah it was really dirty yeah there was fish and there was like oh it's lovely and she said now it's all overgrown and it's blocking out the light like all the stuff is blocking out the light going into her apartment as well apparently Um, but there's residents there since like 2010 yeah. 2012 and I can't remember how long my grandmother's there but she's there a long long time and this this is their home do you know what I mean and I just think it's ridiculous that they're basically being told right now up and out do you know what I mean mm. but um, but yeah I don't know but uh, we didn't really we did the whole point of this episode was we were going to talk about our experience of first year but I think we actually covered a lot of topics there yeah. so we might join next week's episode with with um, maybe the same topic of talking about first weeks, we, we yeah. still need to talk about what we taught of the exams and just the whole like the mumps, the mumps oh epi- gosh, academic. Yeah. Oh my god! But um, yeah, but um, I, it's look, it's four minutes to the end. I think we'll just we'll wrap up by just saying, um, do you know we have social media if you want to follow it? Uh, it's called the Eeny Meeny Miny Show. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, there mightn't be a there in the name on some of them just because usernames are taken but any Meeny Miny Show definitely and thank you so much for listening to Thanks us today and um, I hope you enjoyed our, yeah. our rants about everything and we'll, we'll be here again next week yeah. same time same, same place, time, same place <laughs> next week